Hello everyone, this is Levi Gelb from the Chassidish Parsha, and you're listening to the new podcast, Chassidus, which is an explanation in English of Sefer HaMaymarim Tafrish Samaches from the Rebbe Rashab, each episode containing an explanation of one page from that Sefer with the goal to finish the entire Sefer. And at the beginning of every episode, we'll also have a synopsis of the previous episode. You'll also notice in the description for that day's episode, there'll be a short synopsis in English, and also there'll be a link there to become a monthly supporter to make this show possible. Um, please tap the link in that description or visit anchor.fm slash to become a monthly supporter. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you enjoy. We're on page Ayn Hay 75, um, two lines from the top. We're just talking about that the... The Midas, the, the motive attributes are called, the, the supernal motive attributes are called Zayn Kfules, the seven doubles. I mean, the reason is because they exist both in the holy realm and also in the unholy realm. So he spoke about the holy realm, how love and fear of Hashem exist within the holy realm, within the person's godly soul. The love for Hashem, produced by the contemplation of how Hashem is so far from the world's especially if a person has caused himself to even become, become more distant from Hashem through his indulgence in physical pleasures, that creates a thirst to come close to Hashem. And the fear of Hashem and the self-abnegation and the feeling of nullification before Him, that is the fear of Hashem produced by the same contemplation of how Hashem is so removed from the world, the essence of Hashem, but how that very essence is filling all of existence and is right in front of you as if you're standing before the greatest king. And then... We said how the love and fear are actually the source for the fulfillment of the positive commandments and the negative commandments. When you have a, a thirst for Hashem and connect to Him, you realize the only way to have that connection is through fulfilling the, the commandments, which through them are drawn down the infinite essence of Hashem. And the fear of Hashem is the uh, causes you to be distance yourself from the uh, from trans- transgressing His will because you're scared to rebel against him or a higher level because you're embarrassed of your very existence before the essence of Hashem and you won't do anything against Hashem. And also he said that fear is the source for all fulfilling of all fill, the fulfillment of all commandments. Um, he said like for example of a simple person when he's commanded by the greatest king he's very excited to do that will whereas if he's just commanded by a simple person he's not as excited. Um, so, so too it is in spiritual sense uh, through uh, fear and the uh, Surrender of the ego and the self-abnegation before the exalted essence of Hashem. A person becomes strengthened in his fulfillment of mitzvahs, and he has a great vitality and excitement in doing the mitzvahs because he realizes he's being commanded by the most amazing being. And then we said the opposite. There's also um, emotions and how they exist in the unholy realm and the impure realm, and that's the idea of. Uh, evil love, which is the, the fact that the heart is drawn after, lusts after the physical pleasures of this world, and that makes the heart, desensitizes the heart, and then that's opposite, totally the opposite of the holy, the, of the love, how it exists in the holy realm, which is the thirst for godliness, which brings himself, brings a person closer to Hashem, and the love, how it exists in the unholy realm, is a person wants to take pleasure in physical pleasures, which makes him farther and farther, which desensitizes his heart, to the extent that if he's not, he has no He's not related at all. He can't. He has no relationship at all. To it's not possible for him to have any godly feeling, not only in his heart but even in his mind. Um, now this is where we're starting on the top of page Ayin Hey, two lines from the top. 
And through this, that a person becomes desensitized in his heart and mind through being overindulged in physical pleasures, it becomes, it fulfills by him what the verse says, Zadin Libcha, your arrogant heart, Hisiacha, has seduced you, least because that now he actually goes to the totally opposite. God forbid, meaning in the beginning, it just causes his heart and his mind to become desensitized to godly feelings. But through that 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 desensitizing his heart and mind, he can actually come to not just um, becoming indifferent to godliness, but actually going against Hashem. These become the like we said, being totally opposite of what Hashem's will is. The beginning, um, it's just the fact that a person is drawn after lust, after permissible pleasures, you know, eating a lot or eating tasty food, all permissible things, and but just lusting after them in a, in a uh, very you know, coarse way. And through that, his heart and his mind become desensitized to godly feelings. To sensing godliness. And in general, this is the idea of just the lack of toil in your service of Hashem. And meaning this idea of uh, when a person when a person is becomes when a person's overly involved in physical pleasures, uh, he becomes totally desensitized, meaning he start he la- he stops trying so hard and exerting himself so much in the service of Hashem. He's not trying. He's not trying to overcome his 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 impulse, his evil impulse, as much, and that's the idea of the indifference which caused by him. But through this indifference which he has, and the desensitizing, the desensitizing heart and mind, through that he comes to an even worse state with that the arrogance of his heart um, seduces him. Zodin, which is an impl- implication of uh, really going against Hashem, that he actually becomes, the, his whole existence becomes the opposite of godliness. Like the sages say, a person will not transgress a sin unless a delusional spirit comes into him. What is this delusional spirit referring to? refers to the delusional spirit of the animal soul which conceals conceals upon the godly soul. And through the lack of toil and exertion in your service of Hashem, uh, that's it's brought about a overcoming, an overpowering of the delusional spirit of the of the animal soul. So when you have um, first, you're going after your permissible desires. You're lusting after permissible things, and through that brings about the um, the desensitizing of the mind and the heart, and that brings about that you become indifferent. You you start not trying as hard and exerting yourself as much in your service of Hashem. That brings you to the lower level of zodin libcha isiach that you're now you're really starting to go against godliness. And that is caused by the overpowering that you've allowed your your animal soul to gain more strength. Um, the less you exert your godly soul, the automatically the more your animal soul starts to gain strength. Like it says in the Zayar, it says that the strength of the body is the weakness of the soul. The strength of the body automatically causes the more uh, the weakness of the soul. So. The truth is that this is this same the same thing happens 
even when your lack of toil in your service of Hashem isn't because of uh, foreign desires, because of your overindulgence in physical desires. But this this idea of um, the lack of toiling, lack of working, exerting yourself in service of Hashem also causes the uh, strengthening of the coarseness of the animal soul. Um, here we're talking about that your lack of try, lack of trying so hard in your service of Hashem comes because of the indifference and the desensitivity. The desensitizing of the heart and mind caused by being too, over, too involved in physicality, but even when a person just in general, he's, so he say he's not, he's not over-involved in physicality, but he just doesn't try, he's not putting in as much effort in his service of Hashem, automatically that also causes the overpowering, the gaining of strength uh, in the coarseness in the, uh, the coarsest of the animal soul. But that when a person serves Hashem, through contemplation of the greatness of Hashem and arousing love and fear of Hashem, this causes the revelation of the animal soul, which automatically overpowers the the the, the revelation of the godly soul, which automatically overpowers the animal soul. But with the lack of um, the lack of service of Hashem, meaning, the, meaning when a person is not contemplating the greatness of Hashem and trying to trying to at least arouse love and fear of him in his heart. Um, so the lack of that service, then the, automatically the, the animal soul overpowers and the automatically the godly soul dims and burns out, like burning out coals and becomes more concealed. And especially this this idea especially um, is more even more emphasized when a per, when the person's lack of service, lack of exertion in his service of Hashem is because of his over involvement in the physical permissible pleasures. This causes the overpowering, the strengthening of the of the animal soul soul a lot more. And causes the, the animal soul to darken to cover over, to conceal the godly soul. To the extent that a person can actually become some, it can actually transgress Hashem's, uh, can can actually do sins. And God save us. So the conclusion is, that this love, the, like we're talking about here, that there's two types of, uh, every, every emotive attribute in a person has two types, the holy realm and the unholy realm. So this unholy, idea of love, which is the lust after physical pleasures, is the total opposite of the love of the, in the Holy Realm. Shehi Siba Lekiyam Amitzis Kanal, which the love in the Holy Realm, the thirst to come close to Hashem, to come, become absorbed in His infinite light, is the cause for fulfilling mitzvahs, like we said before, that because you want to come close to Hashem, in order to quench that thirst, you have to do a mitzvah, which through the mitzvahs are drawn down, the essence of Hashem. And the love in the unholy realm is the total opposite of this. That it's actually, like we just said, the more that a person loves and is involved in the physical pleasures, the more that it brings him closer and closer to doing actual sin. And so that is all idea of explanation of, of love in the unholy realm, the lust after physical pleasures and physicality in general. And so too, there exists the same idea in fear, a negative 
idea, an unholy idea of fear, like the fear of a person, lest a person might um, not have enough, he might not have enough food, he might not have enough money, he's always worried about his parnasa. This is a negative expression of fear. That this fear of being scared that he's not going to have enough money and not going to have food, it comes from the strong feeling of self, a strong feeling of ego. And this is totally opposite of the fear of how I explained before, the fear how it is in the Holy Realm, which is the idea of self-abnegation and and putting yourself on the side, totally surrendering your ego. And, the, and as the, the, the fear, how it is in the unholy realm, is the holy, is idea of, it comes from having a strong feeling of self. Because you feel yourself so much, and you consider yourself so important, that causes that your person should be afraid, afraid to for his life, that he's going to not have enough money. And then the more that he feels himself, the more that he'll be afraid about things that will go wrong for himself, and the more he'll be depressed and worried about himself, the more that he puts himself on the side, the less that he'll feel all these feelings of fear, these negative feelings of fear. So we see that the is the that the negative fear, fear in the unholy realm, is really the, the total opposite of fear how it is in the holy realm. Fear in the holy realm, like I said before, is totally uh, being totally nullified before Hashem, setting aside your ego, and fear in the unholy realm, fear for, you know, which is fear of, and worry about your, about your parnasa, and about everything in your life, and what's happening, things that, negative things that happen to a person, sick, being afraid of being sick, being afraid, all these different things, being, these expressions of fear all come from the total opposite, which is from a over intense feeling of yourself. When a person is too, uh, too, and has too much of a strong feeling of self. Meaning, meaning to say that when a person is overly self-absorbed, that is what causes him to be afraid in, in negative ways and depressed and worried about his life and about his about his um, livelihood. Adaraba, <clears throat> on the contrary, Yirud Kedusha, he sibas talking. So not only is so here we're saying that, that the negative fear is actually the opposite of the holy fear. Because holy fear, uh, the fear on the side of holiness, is that is expressed by the idea of surrendering your ego. Whereas fear in the unholy side is a idea of somebody who's overly self-absorbed in their ego. But here we're saying on the contrary. They're not, 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 they're not just opposites. But Yira de Kedusha, he sibas habitochim. So the the fear in, a, in the holy realm actually is a reason for trusting in Hashem. Whereas we're saying before that fear in the unholy realm is actually a reason for not trusting in Hashem and being worried. But on the on the on the contrary, the holy fear is actually a reason to have more trust and reliance on Hashem. Says in his commentary on the end of chapter three in the tractate of Brachis, that somebody who has fear of Hashem, who has a fear and awe of Hashem, 
actually trusts in him more. Like the verse says, through fear of Hashem, you have strength, you strengthen your trust, in a, uh, you strengthen your reliance on Hashem. So we see the connection between that specifically me, somebody who has uh, fear of Hashem and respect and awe for Hashem has more trust in Him. Uh, and the Rebbeinu Yen explains that this idea of fear of Hashem bringing to more trust in Hashem is the same idea of what it says during the Shemayna Esrei that we we bend over when we say the word Baruch, when we say Baruch Atah Hashem. In the Shemayna Esrei, we bend over when we say Baruch, like bow to Hashem. And we, but we straighten up when we say Hashem's name, Baruch Atah, and then Hashem, we, we straighten up. When you bow down, when you're saying the word Baruch, that's an expression of awe, reverence of Hashem. That because of my the fear, because of my fear of my name, your person bows down. And the the straightening up when you say Hashem's name, that is the idea expression of trust in Hashem. So. When you when you you bow down because you're in awe of Hashem, that's like a person's before the greatest king. He bows down out of awe and respect. But when you say Hashem, when you say Hashem's name, that's when you straighten up, like in a, which is a sign of being upright and being trusting and not fearing anything, just being totally confident. And that is the expression. That's what it says. But you you're, you're, you you straighten up when you say Hashem's name. That when somebody has fear and they bow down to Hashem first. Then they can come to the straightening up, to the confidence and the trust and the reliance on Hashem. meaning being that fear of in the holy realm is the idea of putting yourself on the side, putting your ego on the side, surrendering your ego. So being that the whole idea of fear is putting yourself on the side, therefore you give over, you dedicate your whole being and all of your matters in your life to godliness and you trust in Hashem. And you have no worries in depression uh, at all. But negative fear and worry is because of the feeling of the the overly being overly self-absorbed. And the person does not dedicating himself, giving himself over to godliness. So, being that fear is giving yourself over to Hashem, is putting yourself on the side, not being self-absorbed. Therefore, you give your whole being over to a God, and you trust in Him, and and that's the whole idea of trusting in Him is Hashem casting on Hashem all of your worries and all of your being, and therefore you have no worries at all because your whole being is given over to Hashem, and Hashem is taking care of you. But negative fear, uh, the negative realm of fear is because somebody is totally self-absorbed, so they haven't given them themselves over. They're, on the contrary, they're totally within, they're into themselves too much. So we said before that yira in general, fear in general, is, is expressed in the idea of self-abnegation, of bitl, being totally surrendered to Hashem. So even in this negative fear, there is the same, there is a concept of bitl, of self-nullification, but it's a totally, in a totally different way. Because it's not because this is the negative expression of fear. So that when a person has negative fear and he's worried, so then he has this other type of bittel. He and 
not bittel in the sense of giving yourself over to Hashem and surrendering your ego, but in the sense of bittel in the sense of losing all the good within you. Bittel is like um, voiding and nullifying the good. So not in a positive sense. In a negative sense, he's being, when a person is afraid and he's depressed and he's worried, slowly, the more that he's worried, the more that he's, all the good within him is becoming lost and he's, He's losing all his faculties and his senses. Uh, this is the idea of slowly becoming lost. All the good within the person and all the person's abilities and faculties are slowly becoming lost and uh, going away. Hashem, guard us. Because this whole thing is because a person is not able to dedicate himself, give himself over to Hashem, and not able to get outside of being absorbed in himself. Not able, not able to get out of himself, so there is a a bittel in this negative fear and bittel, but in the, in the negative sense of bittel, meaning the more that you're afraid, the more that a person is worried, this worry starts eating away at his being and eating away at his ability to function as a normal person, and that's the idea of hefsedis. That he starts wasting away, and his ability to function normal life starts going away. So that's the idea of bittel, which is the negative fear. And that's all this is because a person can't get out of himself. He's too self-absorbed. And so too, this applies to the idea of of anger, which is from the negative emotion of gvura, um, meaning there's expressions of gvura in the negative realm. Uh, gvura chesed is, is the, an expression in the in negative realm, is the love and the lust for pleasures. And the expression of gvura in the negative realm, we said, is fear, being afraid and worried. Another expression of that gvura is is kas, is anger. Just like gvura is expressed in fire and anger, something that she's so angry, the fiery anger. That is an expression of gvura in the negative realm, shuhinyana yeshus. So it's the same idea, like we just said about fear. Fear of being afraid and worried is all based on the feeling of being too, too self-absorbed. So too, anger, which is an expression of the gvura of, in, the, on the whole, in the unholy realm, also comes from the same being totally too self-absorbed. Because he's too self-absorbed and he feels himself as a separate existence from Hashem, he cannot withstand, he can't take anything that's against his will, and he becomes angry. This is totally opposite of the fear in the holy realms, which comes from being totally, um, giving, uh, being totally uh, putting himself on the side and giving himself whole, whole self, surrendering his ego to Hashem. So now, returning to what we were saying before, so the source of these two aforementioned levels, meaning the holy emotions and the unholy emotions, comes from these two levels we said before, from the from the Sefer Yitzira, from the, um, the, the double letters, which there's one way of pronouncing them which is more uh, a hard way, a enunciated way, and one is a softer way. Uh, which, in the spiritual sense, these two ways of the hard and the soft refer to toyu, the world of chaos, of intense revelation of infinite godliness, and tikun, which is the fixed world, which is how our worlds are from Atsilas, Bria, Tirasia, is already fixed as the light, the godly energy already shines within a measured way within the vessels of each world and doesn't cause a intense chaos of a breaking of the vessels. So these, the source of these two types of emotions, the holy and the unholy, come from the hard and the soft, which refer to toyu and tikkun. 
So now we're going to explain what that means. According to what is understood from the Sefer Yetzirah, these two levels are actually within the world of Tikkun, the world of fixing, the world of the light shines according to the vessels. But so too you can apply the same idea to Toyu and Tikkun. Like the sages say, that a person should always be soft like a reed and not hard like a like a cedar tree. So, when it says soft like a reed, that refers to the emotions, how they are rooted in the world of tikkun, the world of fixing, where the the light, godly light shines in a measured way according to the capacity of the vessels. And the hard like a cedar tree, like the wood of a cedar tree, that is like the emotions, how they are, the hard, strong, intense emotions of toyu, or the world of chaos, where there's too much revelation of of the godly light. Like in the world of Tayu, there were also these Midas, the emotive attributes of Hashem existed there, but in a too intense way. And that's why it caused the break in the vessels. Uh, and through the breaking and the, fall, the falling and the breaking of the vessels of the world of Tayu, because of the too much revelation of infinite energy, which is not according to the capacity of the vessels, therefore causing the breaking of the vessels, it came from that actually negative emotions, because these emotions, how they exist in the world of Tayu, are obviously a world of a godly world, are obviously holy emotions. But because they were too intense and they couldn't, the vessels in that world couldn't contain them, from that caused the breaking of the vessels, and from that fell sparks down into this world, which which were expressed into actually unholy emotions. Uh, like I said before, we can take a Emotions that come from being too self-absorbed. So, um, the two ideas of the holy emotions, which are based on surrendering of the ego, and unholy emotions, which are based on being too self-absorbed, being totally into your ego, they come from the hard and the soft way, the two, the double letters, like I said, the hard way, the hard way, the enunciated way, and the soft way, which refer to toyu and tikkun, the hard emotions, the intense emotions, um, the emotions where you feel yourself too much, uh, the negative emotions comes from toyu, and the positive emotions, the holy emotions, where they're based on surrendering of the ego, comes from tikkun, where the emotions are more balanced. It's known that the person, that a human, it's more specifically a um, Jewish person, is sourced his sources of his souls on the level of tikkun. So, we just said that the source of the two types of the of emotions, the holy emotions and the unholy emotions, the negative emotions, are from these two um, ideas of the, the two levels of the soft and the and the hard, which are toyu is the hard, the more intense and intensified emotions, very strong, overpowering emotions, and tikkun is the more settled emotions, the soft. And the, so from Toyu, from the intensity of Toyu, fell down sparks that end up enlivening the, um, the negative emotions, which come from a, uh, a powerful feeling of self, self-absorbedness. So the person's source is from the level of Tikkun, where the holy emotions are, are sourced also. The Tikkun Nikra B'Shem Adam. The world of Tikkun is called, actually, by the name Adam. 
Man, okay, the Isa be Idre Rabbah, it says in the Zayar in Idre Rabbah, to begin the Tikuna Da, the Adam Lehava Tamon, Lo Yachli Lamekam. That being that the this Tikun, this Tikun, this um, level of Tikun of a, of Adam wasn't there, therefore they were not able to with, to stand. So we see here that the, it relates in the in the Zayar, it relates to the idea of Tikun. And Adam, Tikuna Da, this Tikun Da Adam of Adam, and uh, I think this is referring to the world of of Tayu, that the being that there was no idea of the Tikun of man in the world of Tayu, in the world of Tayu, meaning there was no balance between the light, the revelation of Hashem's light, and the vessels. Therefore, the vessels were not able to stand, and they broke. Also explains, yeah. So this we see from this Idrabu that the Adam is the level of Tikun. So this in the in the Idrabo until now is referring to the level of Adam Adam Elgin, the supernal man, which refers to the level of um the level of Atsilus and all the different uh, spheres of Atsilus, which are in that's right, man was created in the in the image of Hashem, which refers to the supernal man, meaning the supernal image of Hashem which is in the world of Atsilas, how Hashem has contracted himself and limited himself and revealed himself in a way of a man with ten powers, just like we have ten powers. So, this is the idea of the supernal man is, so to say, how Hashem has revealed himself in the image, so to say, of Atsilas, and that is the idea of Tikkun. In Atsilas, there's the lights are revealed according to the capacity of the vessels. And the, so too, a person, a person, a man down here, Physical man, his root is from the world of Tikkun. And for this reason, that he has a source in the world of Tikkun, uh, that's why a man uh, rules over and has dominion over all of creation. Uh, like it says in Bereshis to Adam Rishin, it says, and you shall rule over the fish of the sea and over all the animals. That's why we see that we have the ability to tame all these animals. And that they'll listen to us because of the person's source in the world of Tikkun. Because of his superior source in the world of Tikkun. Because the world of Tikkun, what's the specialty of the world of Tikkun? It's, it's the, it has the aspect of partsuf. Partsuf means a face, which means that it has a balance of all the different aspects all together. There is a, a everything is to be able, able to be included included together there, just like all the aspects of the of the face are all together on the face. So to all the different types of spheres in the world of tikkun are all able to coexist without um, nullifying each other's existence or getting in the way of each other. They all coexist and actually work together. So this is the specialty of the world of tikkun, and that's where the source of man is in, in the world of tikkun. Um, this world of balance and of and of coexisting. As it's known, what is this idea of partsif? That there is an idea in Kabbalah of Nikuda, which is a point, Sphira, which is the spheres, and the godly powers of Hashem, and partsif, the face. But Tikkun, who begins partsif? And the world of Tikkun is expressed in the idea of partsif, the face. Shazel, the next page, top of the page, Shazel, Kesher. So, which the idea of parts of means the connection between all of the ten spheres. 
Whereas Nakuda is the idea of just point, is the idea how it is in Toyu, where each sphera is just a strong point. And each sphera is very intense in its own existence, doesn't leave room for the other sphere's existence. Whereas in Tikkun, it's parts of all of the aspects of the face work together. All the, all the ten spheres are connected. Every single sphere is included with the other spheres, with the, uh, many types of inclusion and coexisting. And so we'll stop there on the top of page. Ayn Vav. Um, yeah. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the new podcast, Chsidis. This is Levi Gelb. And if anyone has any questions or any thoughts or feedback, please feel free to email me at rabbigelb at gmail.com. Also, please check out my website, chsidisonline.org, and sign up for our weekly email to receive a Maimur Mavur explanation on a Maimur from Torah Lukute Torah almost every week. And there you'll also find a, an archive for all our other, our older Maimarim that we've already explained on the weekly Parsha on the Yom Tovim. And also you'll notice in the description for this week's episode and for every week's episode, a little link to become a monthly supporter, a partner in this, uh, for this podcast. Please consider doing that. It will help greatly to allow the episodes to continue and to make them better. And... You can also dedicate an episode in honor of memory of something or of a simcha. And to do that, please email, email me at rabbigelb at gmail. And we can mention that at the beginning and at the end of, every, of that episode. Thank you very much.